And a very good morning to you. Welcome to today. I just want to once again thank you. I couldn't believe it. I mean, there's so many messages coming in at the moment. Um, I was, you know, Rashid Dofi messed it up for me. I was going to keep quiet until next week and go, hey, man, because <laughs> I'm doing my final day on the 30th. And uh, But anyway, just great messages. Um, all the best. And I mean, you're, uh, they, they are just, you know who you sent this message, and I'm reading all of them, and I just want to thank you. Um, someone saying, you know, I remember. Uh, chatting to you one day in the parking area at Checkers Plumstead a long time ago. You were still living in the southern suburbs. I clearly remember you telling me that you're going to go into business when you left media. Um, so the same has come. So it's come. Good luck, says Darwood. Oh, thank you, man. And um, I'm going to miss all of you as well. Um, you know, I mean, if there's a radio station to buy, you know, I'm happy to buy it. <laughs> they maybe have a show in there one day again. Um, but I think for my family's sake and my own sake, just got to go, go with the flow and uh, take the risk. You know, my mother does have another bed at home. <laughs> just in case, no, seriously. Um, you just have to. And everybody's saying you're going to miss me, and I thank you for that. You know, I'm going to miss the people I've had fights with as well. But I'm going to do a proper, proper goodbye show on the 30th. Um, and, and, um, and, 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 yeah. Oh, there's just so much, so much, so much coming through. I'm overwhelmed by the messages. I just personally want to take you, thank you for taking the time out of your day to send these messages. But I want to move on now and, and, and just talk to, to, to Henry Cockwright. He's attempting a Guinness World Record. Listen to this. I know a good psychologist for him, by the way. Running 133 half marathons back to back. Those are 133 consecutive days he'll start the run on the east coast of south africa then run around the coast finishing on the west coast you should really pop in and come and say have some tea by me um you know he's going to raise funds and and i think this is such a it's it's it's, it's an illness that a lot of people still don't get and it's so important that he's concentrating on this mental health right um and he's going to get a few sports personalities to run some of the legs alongside him. And uh, I'll let him tell you who he's going to get. Henry Cock, good morning. Good, good morning. Thanks well, for having me. It's a pleasure. What in the, it's a pleasure, man. What in the world possessed you to do half marathons? I mean, aren't there easier <laughs> things that you can actually... Um, yeah, I, I was actually just speaking with your producer, and when he said it, I was like, there are actually much easier records to try and break. Um, but actually, it all started last year uh, when COVID hit and we did a lockdown. I did um, the Comrades Marathon in my in my passageway in my house, 6,000 laps of my 15-meter passageway to raise some funds for my staff, which was very successful. And I think I just took that and I was like, oh, well, that was doable. And I just sort of expanded on it. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> Yo. You know, I, 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 I've taken to walking now, Henry, because I, I don't know how old you are. And I'm not going to ask you. I know you don't know as ladies how old they are, but I'm not going to ask you either. But, um, you know, I, I sort of hit over 40 and I'm going like, listen, can't do this running thing anymore, right? So I, I'd rather yeah. go for brisk walks. Um, how do you actually stay fit? I mean, preparing for something like this is as much of a mental challenge as it is a physical one. So let's talk a little bit about the preparation for this. Yeah, so, I mean, you're 100% correct. I think when I first did it, because... When we first uh, put the application into Guinness, we were having a few drinks and we sort of did it as like a fun dare and then Guinness accepted it. And then I was like, oh, God, I've got to do this now. 
Um, <laughs> so the physical preparation is, is quite hectic. I thought at the time, I was like, I'll just run myself into form. But thank goodness I didn't do that because that would have been the worst idea. Um, so I am, I mean, I'm putting huge kilometers under my legs. I started off doing about 60 kilometers a week and I'm now up to about 100 kilometers a week of running. It's about 15 k's a day. On top of that, I've got to do strength training. I do boxing. I do weights. I do everything I can just to get my body into like the best physical shape it can be. I quit drinking. Um, I've taken to getting nine hours of sleep a night. I go to bed at about eight o'clock. I've become the world's most boring person, according to my friends. But it is all for a good cause. You'll be alive long after. In pretty good neck. Yeah. While some of them um, develop kidney problems because of all their drinking. Yeah, and, so. and gout and all of that. Yeah, 100%. So now I've become yeah. this crazy morning person. I get up at 5.30 and I go running and I'm awake by 7 while everyone else is sort of just opening their eyes and stuff. So it is getting a bit tougher, obviously, as mm. you go into winter and the sun doesn't come up sure. as early. Um, but I suppose that's part of the, the mental prep. You've just got to keep getting out of bed every single day. And for me, it's about, it's, it's the people who've messaged me, the people who suffer from this like bad mental health. Um, tons of my mates have messaged me in private to tell me about their experiences. And that's like where I draw a lot of my, um, my like inspiration and motivation from. So why, let, let's talk mental health. For a bit, and, and I want you to go into into that into more detail. What you could have chosen, you know, a myriad of things to get involved in and to support. Um, yeah. Mental health, and, and, and just just tell me your story as to why. So when when lockdown kicked in, um, I'd, I'd gone through like personally, I'd gone through a bad patch. I'd just ended like a very special long term relationship. Like to me, it really hurt me. Um, one of my family members was very sick. They've recovered, thankfully. All our businesses got um, absolutely destroyed by COVID. We just mm. had lawsuits against us from landlords and this and that. And, mm. and everything just came down on me. And I was really struggling. I couldn't sleep. I, I couldn't do anything. I lost about 15 kilograms just due to stress. And I went to st- I started seeing a psychologist. And, and through like all these sessions with the psychologist, I just started learning about the impact of mental health on everyone. And... I'm very lucky and privileged to be able to access the type of help that I did. And actually something like 0.98% of people in the world have access to mental health, like facilities and care. And it literally affects one in five people globally. Um, and and it, yeah. it just, it makes you very sad because there are a lot of people out there who suffer from stress, anxiety, depression, yeah. who don't have the outlets, who can't go to yeah. psychologists or psychiatrists or get the medication. And, and this is where SADAG comes in, and they do a fantastic job yeah. of giving free counseling. Yeah, that's you know for me, it's it's I, I listen to that, and I you know I've, I've had a son, I have a son who's also gone through depression, and very yeah. bad depression, you know, and and ended up going to a clinic, and um, it's it's if if you look at 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 you know, people look at 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 people who are going through depression, and and sometimes having depression, you look normal. You smile at people. Yeah. People ask you, how are you doing? You remember that? Yeah, I'm fine. Because you don't want to offload your problems on people, but you're dying inside. You want to climb off the world for a little bit. And sometimes people turn to substances, etc., to help them deal with it. It is not an easy thing. So it's really good, 
really, yeah, really good that that, that, that that you are supporting this, and I will continue supporting it any way I can as well, Henry. Thank you. I appreciate Whether that. I'm on air or not. So yeah. let's let's talk a little bit about how we can assist you, though. Um, yeah, so I, I started a Backer Buddy campaign. My goal mm. this whole year is to raise 6 million rand for SADAG. If you go to backerbuddy.co.za, um, there's a big banner on the homepage for my campaign. Uh, literally that 6 million rand, all I wanted to try and do was get 10,000 uh, 10, people to donate 10 cents for every kilometer I ran this year, which was about 6,000 kilometers in total. It works out to the cost of a cup of coffee or two cups of coffee a month mm. for 10,000 people. I thought, I mean, I, I wow. chose 10,000 because... I, you know, I pulled all my Facebook and social media resources and I was like, if they just share it to four people each or five mm. people each, that's 10,000 people. And it's really not a lot, but that impact of that 6 million rand, it'll have on the lives of people. It'll have on the lives of the volunteers of yes. SADAG as an organization. I mean, these guys have something like 160 volunteers countrywide that run seminars and, you know, support groups mm. and everything like that. They're just fantastic. Yeah, um, just so, so Backer Buddy is is my main. So where campaign. do we where do we go on Backer Buddy, right? So we go to Backer Buddy. Is it Backer Buddy dot com? Eh? Was it dot Backer Buddy dot co dot co right? So we go Backer Buddy homepage. Yeah, and on the homepage there is a, a banner linking to my campaign. Otherwise, you go Backer Buddy forward slash mentally aware aware a w e e h like South African. Aware, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Even Walid's smiling. Uh, there you go. Walid, he said aware. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> this is wonderful. Um, it's, it's really, really phenomenal. I'm encouraging people to make their way there. Backabuddy.co.za. And let's try and make a difference. Now, now, now you approached some of these well-known peeps um, that are going to be running with you. Who are, who've, who's agreed to run with you? Yeah, so... Um, I- in Joburg, I've got a couple of... I've got Dom Hendricks, who's like a mate of mine, the captain of the Lions cricket team. He's mm. going to come and do a, a run with me. Um, in Durban, we're getting the Dolphins cricketers, hopefully, to come on board and like do a big session with us there. Makai Antini is joining me in East London, which I think will be fantastic. Um, and then Sada got trying to organize some, some cool stuff with Miss South Africa at the moment because she's obviously big into mental health awareness. So everyone's sort of just jumping on board and chipping in. And actually, for each leg, because it's for a Guinness World Book of Records, I have to have an additional runner with me to uh, witness it. And so I put it out onto Facebook, and I got about 700 runners all across the country who are keen to just run with me, which I thought was fantastic. I mean, I thought it would just showed how here South Africans are, you know, to, to band together for good causes. Yeah, I think I think this is wonderful. For those who've just tuned in, Chanta Henry Cock, who's um, going to be attempting 133 half marathons Back to back. This is a Guinness World Record for, and, and he's doing this for mental health. And uh, what was the previous record? Sorry, I'm, I'm a bit ditzy today. So, you didn't mention so, that, did you? I didn't, uh, was, I didn't hear it. Yeah, no, 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 I, I haven't mentioned it. So, okay. so there was an unofficial world record that was actually broken by another South African. It's like a phenomenal woman called Trish Eckstein. Yeah. She ran 100, uh, I think 100 or 101 locally around. I think she lives in the Hillcrest, Hillcrest area in Durban, yeah. Um, and she also raised, did it for a black mental health awareness, and she did them all in sub two hours, and she's a fantastic runner. And she did say that someday somebody's going to come along and, and beat her, and she's my inspiration. I mean, she when I, mm. I watched some of the videos uh, last year while she was running, I was following her. So it, it's unofficial, but she, in my eyes, is the current world record holder. Yeah, and um, I, I just think... 
Um, that that and I'm just sorry. I'm I'm busy hesitating here because I'm reading what Jane wants to talk about. Harry, I mean, uh, sorry, Henry. Um, let's just see what 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 Jane would like to share with us quickly. And this is about mental health as well. It's so important that this is raised. Um, how are you doing, Jane? A very good morning. Hi, good morning, Kino. Um I've been listening to your guest and great work that Sadik is doing. And as I said to your producer, I just feel that the reasons for depression needs to be, the resources need to go uh, to towards the reasons for the depression. Mm. My, you know, my son committed suicide uh, six months ago. I'm so sorry to and, hear that. Yeah, thanks. And the, the reasons are there. It, it was there. We, uh, we got him into therapy. He went to a psychiatric facility. Mm. I went there asking for answers. Um, I was told that everything is kept confidential because it's an adult. He was 21 years old. Um, 20 years old when he went into the clinic. But boys, and I've been told since that uh, boys uh, or young men, their brain is not developed at the age of 19, 20, 21 mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they are expected to act as adults and they make life-changing decisions Absolutely. on impulse. Um, and let me say, and there's no blame here, mm-hmm. but a woman came, a girl came into his life, and she had childhood issues because of her father, who had mm. she thought abandoned her. Yeah, which was all her mother's doing, and she was raised with um, hatred towards men. And it might seem that I'm now blaming her, and I'm not. It's just an awareness of what causes these things in people's lives. Children should be protected from young, and Absolutely. men. When they go ahead and make decisions to form a new family, yeah. they must take responsibility of the children that they leave behind and yeah. the hurt that those children are feeling. Yeah, so that is so my true. point and my concern. How powerful. Jane, yeah. once again, you know, my condolences to you and the family. Um, you know, you. I'm just, you know, you mentioned your, your son was 21 years old, mine's 19, and it's... We, we, you know, and you as a parent were there for your child. It, 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 but you, you know, it's we all need to be there for them. Kino, sorry, Kino, can mm. I just mention one thing, please? Yeah, go his for it. Son, his son was one month old, oh. and he loved his son more than anything in the world. Oh my word! But the child's mother kept saying that he won't have a um, place in in the child's life. He is a, a oh. danger to the child. That kind of thing, oh, and word. that all causes immense pressure on somebody yeah. so um we need to be cognizant of all of those things yeah. and i think i think it's important that when we talk mental health we talk about all people you know and yes. the men are expected to be these strong ones you know um <clears throat> men are supposed to be the ones don't don't be a sissy they tell you um okay. you know bite that bottom lip and get over it um Sorry. Yeah, go for the it. The gender-based violent aspect, when we always, we're always protecting women, but we don't look at what are women doing negatively to impact on men. My son was a kind-hearted, warm person, and he would never raise his hand to a woman. But people don't look at that. They think that men are the ones who are the bad guys, and women, you know, when a woman tells a man that he is not good enough if she's going to keep the child away from him if he doesn't do this and that and the other. Mm. Just think of that mental um, health, of the mental oh, pressure no. on that guy. 
So thank you very much, Kino. Oh, Jane, I'm so sorry, uh, man. But thank yes, you. Thank you for having the courage to Thanks, actually Jane. talk to us about it. And it's important, obviously, to talk about violence against women. GBV is important. Um, but I think Jane's right. Men are yeah. always vilified. Always vilified. Yet there are some really decent men out there who get bullied. Um, it's never an excuse, even if you get bullied, to raise your hand to anybody. But... Can you imagine the anguish that any human being would go through? Um, I mean, I don't know. But Henry, just you're just listening to that story. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, the sure. Yeah, that was that was quite touching. Um, mm-hmm. It is tough. Like it is tough being a man and putting your mental health out there because there is this expectation from society that you meant to be sort of strong and, and self-sufficient and independent. And it is tough to break that stigma. Um, and, and I think, but I mean, hopefully by putting myself out there, like I, I do encourage more people, as I said, the number of guys, especially who messaged me their private stories. Um, it was, um, it was very, it was very sad actually to read what these guys go through and they don't talk to people about it. And we all, it yeah. really is. Yeah. Uh, there was, what is that interview we did sometime? Brothers for something. I, I, I forget what it's called. And I think a lot of this, uh, there's a lot of a lot of focus on women, and there needs to be, and we'll continue supporting that. And all of us have to support that. But I do think there needs to be equal equal support for young boys growing up. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you, you have to nip that in the bud from from day one. And, yeah, I don't know. But listen, I'm, I'm loving what you're doing, uh, Henry Clark. He is I'm running 133 half marathons back to back. Is Elastoplast not supporting you? <laughs> Elastoplast shares will be through the roof by the time I'm there. So start buying this game and clicks. <laughs> anyway, go check out the Backer Buddy campaign. Go and support it. And can I just say, can yes, I just say, say one do. thing? Like, if no. guys would like to follow, um, they can follow me on, on Facebook or Instagram for the journey. I will be posting about all the runs and everything on there uh, if you just follow Henry Cock. C-O-C-K. Okay, C-O-C-K. Perfect. Thank you so much, yeah. Henry. And listen, all the best, man. I'll Thank be... you so much. Thanks for your time and enjoy your last week. I will. It's going to be fun. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's lovely when you leave something and... You know you're now going on another journey that you can't wait to get to, but you also look at the journey that you're finishing, and it's been so rewarding. So I'm, yeah. in, I'm in a very privileged position, to be honest with you. But, Henry, thank you very much. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be checking to see what you're doing even when I'm off the wireless, my friend. Have a good yeah, one. I, thank you. I'm going to stop for a cup of tea eh, with you. <laughs> now you have coast. to. West Coast, you pull in, my friend. No problem. Get, get my number from Walid. Henry Cock there. Um, doing 133 half marathons back to back, breaking a Guinness World Record. Well, that's what he wants to do, and he's raising that money for mental health. Absolutely phenomenal.